On this week's edition of the Tangent He's Trio, dying for this. This, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could tell. this is our Pride episode. Um, it's just going to be uh, basically a feature during Pride Month to kind of just help support the messaging and for <clears throat> me myself to tell my own story of my coming out. And yeah, we'll talk about business and pride um, and kind of what we are sick of seeing and what we want to see more of okay you speak yeah. all, all gay people go i yes Just i you. am your you monarch all the answers go <laughs> yeah. um well my my story is a little bit i don't know when i when i was younger times weren't the same as they are now even though it's not that huge of a jump but Bitch, just, you only 34. You're fine. I know. <laughs> yeah. But like, even if it was seven or 10 years, like. Yeah. There's been huge I, strides. Yeah. I would have come out in like junior high if I grew up the way that these kids now are growing up with like the acceptance and and just like the openness that people talk about this kind of thing. Um, Were you born? You, in our early episode, you said you're from Texas. Were you born there? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom, all of my mom's side is in Texas still, and then my dad. You're an American. Yeah, I'm a Texan. Okay. (laughs) The only thing that came from Texas are steers and queers, and you don't look like no steer to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a famous movie quote. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, which I definitely heard in my youth and definitely internalized because I was a queer and kind of a fat kid. (laughs) But yeah, so I had a girlfriend for way too long and kind of was one of those late and light come outers. Um, And it was, yeah, it was funny. Like, I remember telling my my best friend and and she was pretty cool with it. Um, Shocked her, which kind of was weird to me. Like, shocked my family, which was kind of weird to me because I was like, "What?" <laughs> I oh, used to like. Did you? Were you good at masking then? And like, I would. They they would think so. Me, I didn't think so. I thought I was like clocking myself all the time, like with my voice, with my mannerisms, everything. Oh. So yeah, that was a stressful time. And then when I finally decided to get out of the relationship. um I wish I had like the courage to do it because I was gay, but you know, I couldn't deal with two fish at once. Mm -hmm. So after a few months I was able to come out to a few friends and yeah. And then I started my, my LGBTQ plus journey at 23. So a little later than, than most people. Yeah. But I think that would be one regret that I have growing up is I wish I would have embraced this piece of me like way earlier. What was what do you feel held you back to waiting till you were like twenty three? Like, do you feel like your family, I don't know, minded or it would have been? Yeah, I think like you always, there? you always catastrophize when you don't know, right? So especially ah, with something, yes, the anxiety and the multiverse that you yes. live in. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Now. So I had to have like a moving out plan, even though I knew I never needed one. Right. You know, I just needed to be able to be like, okay, if it yeah. went south, because you, you do, it's basically, yeah. they're your fears. So mm-hmm. if your fear is your family not accepting you, 
that's kind of what you centered this coming out story as. So when you tell people and then they're kind of just like, okay, it's not that big a deal, then it really takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. Yeah. So it was a bit of an adjustment for my parents, um, like a very small window of adjustment. (laughs) Yeah. But aside from that, I think they could tell like now I was fully authentic. Right. And like my true self without having to censor anything or, you know, Mm -hmm. so... All in all, like, your parents always just want you to be happy. Absolutely. Yeah. So as long as they know that I'm happy, they don't care. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, it's, like, it's so well accepted and talked about. And it's almost, like, weird to have kids or friends that aren't, like, bisexual or don't identify as non-binary or something. And that's Mm -hmm. more generational. Well, I don't want to say it's more generational, but it does beg the question, like, is it exposure to this kind of information that helps you realize these things about yourself? Like, is it, is it kind of like your emotional literacy where if you don't know these things exist, you don't have any way of applying them to your own, your own personal life. Yeah. Cause I could never, I could never imagine like it's hard enough coming out, but if you actually felt like you're in the wrong body and the wrong gender and presenting the wrong way, like, I could never imagine the stress of of having to come out two or three times just to get to your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have any experience with LGBT people? Okay. Um. Yeah, I do. Uh, one of my cousins. I mean, coming from a you know Indian family in the UK, it's uh, not a lot of people come out, right? No, I know. Uh, it was a huge deal. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, uh, I, I hope this isn't offensive. Like, my gaydar is pretty good. Like, I'm 90% right when I think someone is gay or otherwise. Like, Yeah. But, like, not that I care. It's not that I give a shit. No, like, you I don't can just care. see. I don't care who you love. I don't care what you do with your free time. As long as it's consensual, you yeah. do you, right? Yeah. Um, like, I knew my cousin was gay years ago. And I I think I mentioned it in passing to, like, my family and my parents. And they were like, no, no, never, never. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, why never? I was like, what's it to you or anyone else does? Yeah. Also, are you in his head? Do you know him in and out? Like, what? Never. And I was a kid. I'm a lot younger than him. I was just guessing. Yeah. Because for, obviously for us in our community, oh, why aren't they married? Why don't they have kids? Why don't they have this? Why don't yep. they have that? And I was like, well, what if he's gay? Like, it's an option. They're, yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can't be that. Yeah. <laughs> Even our culture is the same way. And you're like, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of the tough thing too, right? We just stop arguing with them because they're not going to see our like, our way of life. We don't, like, you raised us the way you were raised in freaking 1950s India. Yeah, you're still living in that mentality, even yeah. though you've been living out West for God knows how long. It's also interesting, like, culturally, um, because there, in lots of cultures, there are names for boys that are, like, assigned to to be there for older men in, in some sort of sexual sense. 
like even Nero, the what was he an emperor? He castrated um, a, a little boy that looked like his wife just so that he could marry him publicly and paraded him around. And <laughs> you know, weird. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like in his mind, and back then, he was like, "Oh, we'll just cut this piece off, and like now you'll be mine." And like in other cultures, it's it's like usually uh, a younger person to an older person, where you just it's kind of just not talked about. Yeah. I know it sucks (laughs) well I'm like look at the churches too it's like is there some correlation is it repression like is repression what leads people to you know sexually assaulting people because it's not orientation yeah it's not just because you like one one gender over the other it's it's more like your internalized thoughts about sexuality Sexuality. and sexualizing yeah yeah Yeah. Hmm. And if uh, I think it's a, it's such a prestigious position and a position of power that they're in, that they can take that control. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's manipulation. And they feel like they're invincible because ah, I'll just pray a little, wash the sins away. Yeah. Well, I mean, in many cases, like what was the the Boston Journal did the that yeah. huge piece? Um, uh-huh. I think it's called Spotlight the movie. Yeah. But yeah, like the fact that you can see the documentation of all these these men being just moved from place to place after these allegations and and it's like what? You're not going to stop this at all? No. Yeah, because for them they've found a niche to let it exist when it shouldn't. And it's yeah. it's that old mentality of letting something like that exist because people felt like they You know, it's even like with men and women sometimes like, oh, you know, he's a man. You have to just let him. He has urges. And it's like, no, he's a human and humans respect each other. Like you're not a sex craved criminal. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you are. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, There might be one in that bit. (laughs) I wouldn't say a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) But there definitely are handcuffs. (laughs) Yeah. Some of them could be uh, interpreted as crime yeah. against humanity. <laughs> Those are called love grips, first of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe like when you when you break the psychology down too, like often uh, LGBT people or gay people are more sexual. I want to say. And you do think maybe it's because they had to live a portion of their life repressing repressing their thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, So in in their freedom of being like uh, an out adult, meeting another out adult male who had the same kind of upbringing is like, yeah, let's like lick each other's butts. Just, you know, just something like a, a very intimate act with somebody you've never, I can tell you I've slept with people I don't even know their name. No. Okay. The, okay. I actually have a question about this. Yeah. Whether you want to call it sexual freedom, promiscuity, uh, whatever. I, I don't even know how to frame the question. It's, 
It's like, isn't that dangerous? But it's not like, a. From, it's not. Yes. It has nothing to do with homosexuality because I know enough regular no, straight people it, that do the same absolutely. shit all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like with the in the eighties, the AIDS pandemic, like, are people still taking precautions or are they careless? No. So, I think with the with the AIDS pandemic. It was more the practice of using a contraceptive, whereas now you have the prophylactics and the prephylactics, like PrEP. Uh, and okay. So yeah. you can take medication to where even if you are positive, you're, you have an unviral load, uh. which sounds disgusting. But it literally means like <laughs> you, are, you are positive for the virus, but it's untraceable so you'll often see in the community u equals u and that's untraceability equals undetectability so because it's it's not uh because it's so minute um it it won't transfer because of these medications so it is interesting to where they are taking i find in the community like you meet somebody online and they'll ask you a series of questions and you can pretty much immediately understand like this person just wants to hang out for tonight or this person wants to hang out long-term. You know what? I kind of like that. Yeah. But the people like you know who, right away. Yeah. But in some cases, it's almost like, okay, because we have these medications, though, don't throw the old methods out of the window. Okay. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's still going to be that extra form of protection. But it is popular in the community. It's all, and then, Can you talk about what PrEP and stuff is? Yeah, so prep prep is basically a medication that you can take that will essentially make your body um think that it is fighting through an infection. And so that's why it'll look like it could almost be active in um in like a blood sample, but that's just because the cells that are in there are um is prep for people who are already carrying the virus or is it something it's you so you can take prep or um the post infection so prep is the prephylactic and if you are um if you do have hiv then you would get uh the other one Oh, the post. Yeah, prep and, and oh, is prep if you don't have HIV, and then post is if you do have yeah, it. Like, oh. Yeah, so oh, okay. yeah, so the name is kind of clever in that sense, to where it's like people people are on the medication now. They'll take people take prep daily and don't have HIV or AIDS, but because if they are living a sexual lifestyle. Yes. It'll help protect them from HIV and AIDS. Right, right, right. Yeah. But does anyone know the long-term uh, Yeah, effects? that's what I was going to... No. So I was seeing a guy who was on it, and he said he had to go to the doctor every three months because they had to do, like, liver tests and stuff because they don't have the long-term effects on that kind of research. Uh, please forgive me. But then no, when this you... is what I don't understand. Like, people are quite happy just to pump themselves full of this medication yes okay i get it yeah to do something you enjoy doing yeah but what happens when you get to like 50 60 and you have horrendous side effects yeah yeah i mean now which is true but it would also be like you could almost akin that to uh, 
like stigmatizing it still. It's not like we're worried about women who are taking birth control because of their lifestyle or the side effects. Like you listen to the side effects. That's fair. Actually, that's a really good example. It's like death, depression, anxiety, internal (laughs) bleeding. It's like, okay, well, I just want to have, I just want to, actually that sounded dirty. I'm not going to say it. But, you know, <laughs> for some people, yeah, they, they can weigh it and think, you know, I'm not on any other medication. Yeah, I guess it, yeah, the choice is up to the individual. Yeah. I didn't do any of that birth control either because I didn't, I don't want it to fuck up my hormones. Yeah. And now I'm 40 and I don't, you couldn't even try to get me pregnant, so good luck. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Why are you guys sad? I don't want any more kids. I'm pretty sure I've procreated enough. No, it's just when you think about some people who who are so fertile and then you have other people in your life who it's like, oh my God. Oh, I'm not so fertile. Yeah. I struggled to have the ones that I had. It was hard. Yeah. Like I, it didn't happen. It wasn't like once and done and I had a kid. Yeah. It was not like that at all. And that's why like was- as a gay guy, I feel like I have friends who have opened the idea of of maybe using sperm and for me i think yeah i i think i'm open to something like that as long as the legalities are there to where i'm not gonna you know be financially responsible as long as you can come up to a to an agreement yeah take it i'll take one of your cats (laughs) deal off deal off would you but you know would it be hard for you to see like a kid that you're like oh my god this is my kid i think it'd be like oh my god that it does look kind of like me thank god i don't have to do anything with it like really you can pay for it you can change it yeah i don't have any of that instinct and that's where for me yeah i would give sperm but i would have to be like okay i i don't want you coming up in 16 years being like i need a kidney or something because i might need both because these two are mine go get your own yeah get your own sandwich (laughs) okay that's fair yeah (laughs) okay with that being said do you think it's fair when people like this has nothing to do with lgbtq or maybe it does actually because i do i know somebody they wanted to have a baby but the partner didn't they got pregnant but then after was like the partner was like i don't want to have kids they did they did everything to try and prevent a pregnancy but the other partner did not continue with the prevention they got pregnant and then once the relationship dissolved they were like no they have to take care of this baby because it's their child i'm like but in what are you saying he's saying from the very beginning I don't want to be a part of this potential child's life, but I will help you have a baby. And that person... And not even don't want to be a part of your life. Yeah, I could be Uncle P, but I don't ever want to be financially responsible or biologically responsible for something just based on that. You know what I mean? So why is that permission okay? And why is it acceptable? I guess if you were saying like, hey, I don't want any part of this baby's life after you guys decide that you want to have it. But when somebody well, else... I think, I think maybe because like if it's a gay guy giving their sperm to like a lesbian couple, 
there's no mistakes or accidents. Like it's very methodical and planned out. Yeah. If you're a hetero couple, hetero cis couple, and one of you has the potential for uh, impregnating the other one, if you as the biological sperm provider are the one that's not comfortable and doesn't want the children, then get the vasectomy. They don't always work. And then if not, then you have to have like the trust and communication in your partner to know that they're taking your wants and needs seriously. That doesn't work though, is what I'm saying. Like if that person's like, I told you from the beginning, I didn't want the guy, that man is automatically a bad father. Even though he said, I don't want kids. I don't I've think had that's the thing. I don't think so. I don't think he's a bad father. He made it clear he but did But that not person want is not making it, is not telling everybody that. They're just like, oh, he left. And the law will say that he is the father and he will have to pay for the father, yeah. is what I'm saying. Especially if his name is on the birth certificate. Yeah. Like, you could leave that blank too. Yeah, but like if she gets a paternity order or whatever, in the end. <sighs> yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. Can he because just? That's, could... She did that intentionally knowing. Yeah. So she is not. She's not trustful. She's a liar. It seems a and little. And that's not fair on yeah. you. Yeah. If, if, if all the facts you're telling us are accurate. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% accurate because we've all known this about this person for a long time. So when we found Insane. out that person is has a baby, we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I had a vasectomy. There's no way. And you were on birth control. Like, we are both preventing this from happening. Yeah. But he did have a vasectomy? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh I wish I knew who this person was. Yeah. <laughs> well, because now, now he's opened like this whole dimension of like infidelity. If I yeah. medically was told I can't procreate, how are you pregnant when we don't want this? Yeah, but the law does not care. Yeah, that's not fair. But like, I get you got the vasectomy, but pull out, like, stop seeing hey. her. <laughs> All it There's takes one. is one. Yeah, yeah. just one. I guess. One active And what swimmer. if he did pull out and little miss went and grabbed what she needed to grab? That's like gone girl shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you can probably petition to like give up your rights. There has to As be there has to be a legal yeah. Yes, but then after there's a lot of slander saying like he's a terrible person, like he made this baby, like like if but if that's who? his prerogative, though, then it's from like the who's girl. judging you, the girl and her friends. Who friend? cares then? She'll be too busy it's with her clearly, baby. Clearly, nope. They're not together. No. Why would you stay? I would have left already. Yeah, but I don't. I. No. This is amazing. This yeah. is so juicy. <laughs> you. Yeah, are, this it's is because like we freaking... are just seeing it from the outside. But if you're friends with the yeah. girl and she's like, "Oh my god, yeah. I'm pregnant. I'm so excited." Totally. Um, I'm keeping the baby and Bob says he doesn't want it like yeah. because he's had a vasectomy but you know shit happens like he should accept this baby are you the friend that's gonna be like girl figure it out like Bob I would know. be I would be the girlfriend that would be like girl what the fuck 
Are you yeah. sure? Well, like, he's trapment. not going to be in. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd be the girl that talked real talk to her and was like. Absolutely. What's going on here, dude? Oh, I'd be like, you're having this baby. But just so you know, what you're doing is actually very shitty because he has told the world he doesn't yeah. want kids. Yeah. He getting a vasectomy, getting a vasectomy is basically the equivalent of getting like a prenup for babies. <laughs> I don't fucking want one. Yeah. I'm tying my tubes. Like, I don't want one. And then for her to be like, I'm surprised. I'd be like, no. No, no, no. We talked about this. It's a slippery slope because then it's the Literally. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it does suck that because of biology, he 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 can't make a decision and stick with it. Yeah. Be, because his biology betrayed him. Yeah. yeah, I would probably Science do a paternity test. Him. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh no, the paternity test is done. It's his kid. Oh, because that happened to uh, one of my friends. <laughs> we were looking through their baby books, and one of their brothers was like, "Oh, today, Daddy got a vasectomy." And I looked at the date, and I went to the little sister, and I says, "I says, when's your birthday?" <laughs> and we did the math, and we're like, "You were born after this vasectomy." <laughs> Shut up! Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, and it it legit happens. Sounds like more often than not. Yeah, seriously. So, two things that I still wanted to touch base on. Um, what do you think about like when we're gonna get a lot of pride merch and social media, and they're gonna be reaching out to like um lgbtq social media influencers to pump products and stuff what do you think uh i think it's i think i think the gays are in on it like we know it's a joke at this point so when everything is being rainbow washed we're kind of like yeah this is stupid just give us our money but it's also for us so i it to me a month for anything is a long fucking time (laughs) But, but to see, were you, were you the only gay who was like, just give us a day? Oh, I would take a, a weekend, like a nice hot weekend. But you know, it's it it's when when people start to come at you with marketing and your opinions. Oh shit! Um, that's when it becomes too much. When everything has a rainbow on it for four weeks and then it comes down when right it comes away down immediately. Yeah. That's not, to me, that's not authentic allyship. It's almost like a Christmas decoration, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, I feel like the the support that people show during Pride is more for them than it is for Pride. Us, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they want everyone else to know that they support the LGBTQ community. But only in general. Uh, yes. And, and basically, only as a political statement. They You don't see it in their day-to-day you know operations operations yeah but for june they'll cram it down your throat yeah it's kind of like like i'm not comparing but when someone's like i have a black friend you're like okay you can still be fucking racist (laughs) yeah i say that all the time like yeah yeah i was gonna say saying that is more telling than like not counting your color friends (laughs) yeah totally one of this one of this it's like okay but the funny thing is like you could totally tell the people who have like zero friends outside of their race. Yeah. It's freaking. And their community sometimes too. 
Like yeah. I feel yeah. I'm I wish I knew more gay people. Like I wish I had more gay friends. Because I have a few really, really close ones, but I'm single and they're partnered. So it's like when we go out, they're ready for poutines when I'm ready for like... Poutine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poutine. No, thank you. He's like definitely not no, on the menu. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a song by right there. Yeah. Douche maybe. <laughs> Poutine. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is my controversial opinion. Please don't be mad at me, but you can cut it out after. Why, when you're gay, do you have to lead with your sexuality first? Why do you have to put it? Why do you have to put a flag? Why do you have to have like a lanyard? Why is everything? Why do you have to lead with your sexuality first i want to know who you are i actually don't fucking care whether you're gay straight or anything but like before i know anything about somebody i know they're gay they have a rainbow flag i go to their page rainbow flag first thing i'm like you don't need to do that you don't need to do that i'm coming for you but in their minds if you grew up not ever seeing that like to me um i think television is the best example of this is like even even people who are really accepting will make a comment about how every TV show has a gay character, and when they say it to me, I'm like, of course they do, because every person you know knows a gay person. It would be crazy to not have a gay character in a show. Yeah. But the fact that you want to focus on this one character yeah. and what they represent versus the twelve other male female relationships on the television show is more speaking to you than it is. To... And your bias. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like when, whenever anything is represented, it's not. Oh, that's the word I was. Thinking yeah, of, yeah. It's representation for the people who don't see it. So like now, maybe five, 10 years ago, you wouldn't see any healthcare professionals with a rainbow lanyard. You wouldn't see them with, with any sort of rainbow, anything. Actually, one of the nurses I talked to today I had my fan out and she right away was like, Oh, I'm gay too. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Good for you. But I feel like it's, I, I see it not as leading with your sexuality it's leading with your identity. Yeah. And being proud, being proud of your sexuality and allowing it to be part of your identity. Cause it is, but it would be part of your identity regardless. Yeah, and it's and it's still and it still should be, right? If if I was a Christian and nobody knew I was a Christian because I didn't wear crosses, you know, that's kind of the same thing to where if you want to show your yeah. pride and I'm support, not gonna lie. I, I do equate it to the same thing. Yeah. Like anyone who feels like they have to make a statement about who they are and what they represent. I'm I'm typically like you just I'm like I don't care wear your cross have your rosary wear your LGBTQ thing I just want to know who you yeah. are I don't like what did you what watch did you last watch night but it's I don't just give like, a fuck about anything yeah. else and but we live in a society where we've created these divides we've created this system of having to group everyone in a certain box and 
you know, you hang out with these people, you get to hang out with those people. I don't know. It's just the stupid way society has decided to categorize and divide itself now. And I think also another, please don't get mad at me, without me putting on my page strong black female, you will know I'm a black female. I don't get to choose whether I want to identify with that group. I am regardless. And that I was going to make the opposite point to where where you are you are, are just a cis white male to me like if I just went to your page I'm like yes. oh this is a white guy but exactly. with mine even I think about this all the time on my social media I'm like I am just automatically like this black girl and yeah. all those like assumptions about a black woman they already have of me until they really get to know me whereas you they're just going to assume you're a white man yes nobody knows anything about your sexuality until you put that flag up exactly which is which is to me is in solidarity with other groups that have been historically oppressed because right with people of color, you can't hide your skin color. Yeah. So, so that's something that people will give you prejudice on both conscious and unconsciously. Yeah. Based on just how you look. Whereas a a gay person could mask and be loved by everybody in their work and in their, their life. But then when they choose to come out, that's when they start to see people and their biases just based on that one piece of them. So it's like, it's kind of like the flip of that to where you, you're proud of the reason that other people make you a minority is you're showing solidarity in the fact that just because you can't see that I'm part of an oppressed group that still has to fight for their rights, I am part of that group. It's not obvious to you, but I'm going to make it obvious to you because I still have to fight for rights. Okay. And last thing again, why do LGBTQs get a whole month, but the rest of us get like a weekend, sometimes a sunny one? I don't know. (laughs) Truthfully, I could never tell you. I don't know who decides. Yeah, who decides I think a month... I, I like even at work, even at work, like I'll see like something really small that will be like celebrating Black History Month and it'll be like not a page, nothing. It'll be like yeah. on the side here, Asian heritage. We are honoring our Sikhs for their Sikh. Um, you know, they're donating. What They are doing something for <laughs> a special in, day. In, I yeah. didn't know we got recognized. Yeah, you do. But it's lie. like a day. Oh. But like. When it comes to pride, it's like a whole month. Everybody is in marketing, is doing it. It's such a huge event, but everybody else gets 24 fucking hours. And I want to know why. And I've wanted to know why for such a long time. Black history is a full month, too. In the U.S., because they are fucking bad. Yeah. Like, Day of Truth (laughs) and Reconciliation. Like, it's literally called Day. Day day of yeah. yeah it's called pride I was month <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea um yeah that's my pick a month that's my hot month. opinion right now i was like well, why yeah. did they get a fucking whole month and everybody else okay gets- it's not as hot as i thought it would no, be though. i'm not gonna lie i thought you were gonna go like, way i actually somewhere hate else gay people 
is it just why do you guys because... have that fucking voice that's why i was reading online it's like why do gay people have accents and i read the reddit and i was like accents and there was like as soon as someone says that they're homosexual their um accent starts changing and someone was like what do you mean <laughs> like they start talking differently and their voices get a little bit higher and i was like oh i understand what they're what they're saying yeah they start to say <laughs> yeah he could just yeah he's like i and the person was like i went to school with this person and he never had an accent and as soon as he announced that he was gay he started doing different gestures and his voice changed and he had an accent yeah because you gave him the permission to be himself yeah. he yeah. doesn't have to fucking hide himself. around everybody now yeah he doesn't have to is. mosk anymore yeah. <laughs> i do it every day the amount of people that think that i'm straight for some stupid reason is is stupid because you actually do mask yeah and I when you're with to. me it comes oh, out really? and i wear like the the rainbow lanyards i've got the rainbow crocs i've got an earring i wear makeup and i still get people that will like tell me anti-lgbt comments and i'm like what the f i literally couldn't be all the time Real, oh, but that's the same with you, Jesse. Like you get a ton of yeah. racist comments, and you're have like, you seen uh, the Black Lives Matter? Like I'm not racist or anything, but like, what are they doing? And I'm just like, yeah, I just hate that there's riots. I'm like, well, more power to them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the Negroes. I'm like, ooh, <gasps> yikes! <laughs> you're like, oh my god. Okay, how do you even stand there? And you take do. That? You just. You do. It's that you or you do. get fired. Because you're at work yeah. and you Why? need your job. <laughs> or sometimes oh, I'm trying you to look at somebody people. and you see other Because maybe your boss know. won't care or support you. So yeah. I am glad that Peyton got to share his story with us. And a little bit of his uh, sexual preferences. <laughs> I hope this is a good summer for him where two become one. Which is my song of the week, Spice Girls. Oh my god. Come a little bit concerned. Oh yeah, exactly. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> That's it. Because tonight, no babies. <laughs> Is that nice? <laughs> when two just stay two. When two go home. <laughs> two are only there together briefly, but separate yeah. to go home. Where one of us forgets the other one existed after this. <laughs> I need some love only for about an hour that yeah, you can yeah. go home. Gonna buy an Uber for you. <laughs> Collect all of your shit. There's the door and go. <laughs> Don't come back again now, yeah. baby. Forget my number, please. It's the only it's way, the way, only to, way be. to be. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, my god. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, we're done. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Okay, that leads that leads oh me to god. my song of the week. <laughs> uh, some people like to stay expressive through their hair, and so I chose "Hair" by Lady Gaga. My song is. Jesse and Peyton's rendition of Two Cats One. <laughs> Get your shit and leave. It's the only way to leave. With your pooty. So I can be I want with, with me. Your pooty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can be with me. Just me. My hand is so fun. 
Candlelights, McDonald bagging. My pussy cats are the only friends I have. In yeah. My cat called me a fucking fagan. You have so much to cut out. Oh, shit. I'm so- do you know that we do this at work oh all the time? Yeah. I wish I could be there. Jeez, this is a fair. I'm going to have this song stuck in my head all Me night. <laughs> I'm actually going to write a new yeah, verse. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh shit! Please don't call me. Does it even matter what my song of the week is at this point? Oh, oh my god! Sorry, Sandy. What was your song? <laughs> like, does it even yeah, matter? it's okay. Like, no. Thank you. Not really. So to become it one, it is Lady Gaga. <laughs> it is Lady Gaga. Edge of Glory. Oh, Lord. I love Edge. Oh, oh. And yeah. I was like, how, <laughs> how fitting. <laughs> I don't. I love to edge until I think about coming, and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> if anything it should be edge yeah, of the yeah. oh my god okay Jeez. that's actually why i thought you picked it i was like girl that was that broke. is why oh, i picked okay. it damn you nasty like that i love glory uh, you're not pretending you don't know the categories of boredom but here you are yeah, with one of my top threes <laughs> In one song. Oh my god. Oh gosh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god. Well, after that, thank you for listening to our crazy episode <laughs> on Pride. <laughs> we hope you yeah. are proud and out and loud. Yeah. We support you. This is our Pride Yeah, this is episode. our Rainbow Wash Pride Week episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you again so much for listening. You can always email the tangent trio at gmail.com. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Watch out some edge of glory. Yeah, yeah. Edge yourself to glory. <laughs> <laughs> and to become one. Bye. Yeah.